Welcome to the 5-Year You Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you become the best version of yourself one day at a time. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kat. And we promise to keep it raw, real, and relatable. Are you ready to grow? This podcast is intended to entertain, educate, and inspire you on a personal journey towards your best self. We are in no position to give advice and our hot messes on the best of our days. Clearly, we're in no position to offer health or medical advice or really any life advice, but we want to entertain you. Just a reminder, this is not a replacement for proper medical care or therapy. If you are struggling, please seek help from a qualified health professional. Let's jump in. Today's episode is called Being Your Own Best Friend. The reason why we want to get into this episode is because most of us are walking around treating ourselves like we are public enemy number one. So we need to be our best friend before we can be friends to anybody else. So we're going to explore the idea and give some tips on how to transform your relationship with yourself. Yeah. And before we start, I want to be transparent and say, this is something that both of us work on every day. We do not have this perfectly down like all the time. So we're not coming to you as experts on being your own best friend. But this is something that we've noticed and awareness is the first step. And it's really helpful to be aware of it and take that next step into self acceptance and self love. Yeah, it's a big first step. Like self love is a big thing we're going to talk about in another episode. Our favorite expression to each other is you're being really mean to my best friend. And if I'm really talking down to myself, yeah, cat comes in and says that and, and likewise. And I really like that because it kind of gets me out of my own head. I'm like, right. I am being a complete jerk to myself right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, Oh, I'm with the worst. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so behind on laundry and I need to do this. And I, I can't talk about this right now. I've got to do something else. I'm so behind. Andrew's like, Hey, 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 Hey. You know, be nice to my best friend. And I'm like, sorry, right. right. I'll be nicer. It's hard though. I wouldn't consider myself a perfectionist by any means. And you know that I tend to get stuff done faster. My motto is faster, better than perfect. Yours is perfect, better than fast. And this is why we work well together. Yeah. But for me, I don't know. It's like, I always see the flaws in myself. And it's really, really hard to ignore it. Yeah, I think we all do. And I'm sure people listening to this can say, yep, I mean, it happens right when you wake up, right when you look in the mirror, right when you, you know, put on clothes for work, we're beating ourselves up from the first second. And you say stuff to yourself, not like you, you, Andrew, but like we say stuff to ourselves that we would never say to another human being, even someone we don't like, we wouldn't say this kind of stuff to them. No, I, exactly. And you can definitely lump me into that or you could have singled <laughs> me out because it's 100% accurate. It's a challenge because, you know, like when we wake up, I guess it's just really harmful. I know, you know, generations past, we probably were like, well, you get hard on yourself and then that's how you get strong and you build yourself up and that's how you push yourself forward. My thought always kind of goes back to if that was working, wouldn't we all be happy, healthy and rich by now? Like it's clearly not the way to go. Yet doing it internally is not something that happens overnight. I wish it did, but you know, it really doesn't. 
Mental health is still a taboo topic, but I will say that the current generation is becoming so much more open about mental health, talking about therapy, talking about things that they're working on. And we want to be part of the solution to that too. So if you're listening to this and if any of this resonates, the very first step is to be self-aware, is to start noticing when you're doing it. So monitor your own thoughts. So if you're like me and I'm looking around at all the boxes of things I need to go in my garage, instead of being like, oh my God, I cannot believe you have not brought that to the garage yet. You know, like I'll be monitoring that and I'll be like, hey, congrats for putting all that stuff in boxes you'll put in the garage soon, you know, and it's just finding nice things to say to yourself instead of mean things. Yeah. It's if you're hearing this and this is resonating with you a little too much, that's okay. You don't have to become Mr. Rogers overnight to yourself, but maybe you're not so Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde with yourself, meaning you might be nice to everybody else outside of you, but on the inside, you're being rough or mean or just, you know, the jerk. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know where to start, just try to pick something where you're listening to it and you go, wow, I really focus on my looks or my diet or my work ethic or my parenting style or my procrastination or, okay, so what else have I beaten myself up about today so far? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, there's going to be like a top thing. I mean, most of us beat ourselves up about multiple topics, but there's probably going to be like that one thing that you're really mean to yourself about. Like eat a cookie. Oh, I cannot believe you ate that cookie again. Like I have no self-control with food or whatever it is. Wait, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about you, Andrew. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a, it's a really good part. Cookies. And we're just going to talk about that now. No. Change the whole podcast. Yeah. It's just, we're just going to, so what kind of cookies do you guys like? No, <laughs> Let's um, be a bakery review podcast instead and just forget about all this stuff. Yeah. I had a Reiki session last week and one of the things they said afterwards, we, we kind of have a debrief on all that stuff. And I always like to try to have like a nugget that I take out of everything that I listen to or experience, whether I'm talking to somebody on a bus, I haven't rode a bus in 10 years. I don't know why I said that. Or like, you know, just any interaction I have, I try, try to, to take something from it. I try to take something. I also try to leave something, but what I took away from this was you're either moving towards love or you're moving towards hurt. If we can all move towards love more, it's kind of like the goal, right? But when it comes to ourselves, we are definitely moving towards hurt more than we're moving towards love. I think it would be helpful to explain to those who don't know what a Reiki session is. I think if you said, oh, I went to a therapy session, I think a lot more people will be familiar with that. But um, as far as healing practices go, they might not be as familiar with Reiki. Yeah. So Reiki, uh, I I'm fairly new to it, but it's a, I think Reiki is like, it's light and chi. It's, it's your energy and you basically go and it kind of, they remove energy from your body that might be stuck in your chakras or in your aura. The person that I go to is more intuitive. So they get images that kind of come into them and they can kind of see things that might be bothering me or things that are kind of around me that I'm not aware of because everything kind of starts, no, everything does start with your thoughts and emotions and 
these things get stuck in your body. So if you're holding on to hate of any kind, that might be stuck in a part of your body. And when it doesn't move through, doesn't get released, it can manifest into, you know, negative cells and all this science stuff that, again, I don't know about. But I know when I feel bad and I have a, you know, like that tightness in me, Reiki seems to kind of release that for me. It's been a very transformative practice for me over the last couple of years. So, yeah, it's basically kind of moving your energy around, making sure things are flowing properly. That's the Cole's notes on it. Yeah, I like that. And it's interesting you mentioned, you know, energy getting stuck because I was actually thinking about how our thoughts get stuck. And you and I talk a lot about neural pathways and how it's so easy to fall back on old patterns because for so long we've been, let's say, saying unkind things to ourselves or judging ourselves. You know, it's like a wagon going down a dirt road. Like it's always going to go where there's wagon wheel marks. So that's like the easiest, most well-worn path that there is. And so all of these thoughts, all the things that we've all been telling ourselves, all the mean things we've been saying to ourselves are like well-worn path. And so in order to have the self-awareness, in order to find your top negative remark and even make any sort of progress, acknowledge that it's okay for it to be slow progress because you are creating a new pathway, a new habit to where you think of a bad thing and you change the thought. And it can be something as simple as instead of I hate my body, you can just change it to a neutral thought like I have a body. Because if you stand there looking at yourself like I love my body, I'm great, like it might not connect if you don't believe it. So you might have to have neutral thoughts about yourself for a long time before you can shift into positive ones. Um, But we are creating a whole new network in our brains and the energy that we surround ourselves with. And it takes time. Yeah. And if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, well, I don't really get the neural pathway stuff. And because I think some of us just kind of mentally tune out to that. I know I used to. If you just take your hands right now and put them together wherever you are, unless you're driving, don't do that. Um, But when you put your hands together, you naturally have one thumb on top. It's how you've done it the whole time. So if you take your hands apart and now put them back together with the other thumb on top, it is going to feel incredibly awkward. And it's a little unnatural. It's a little weird. But that's because the original neural network is there with your thumb that's normally on top. For me, it's my left. So to start doing my right thumb on top, I have to be conscious about it at first. That's how the habit's going to get done. And... The more I do it, the easier it's going to be. It's the same idea is that we just need to make those little shifts. And the thumb example is kind of a, a real basic one. But we've talked about this like with our kids and stuff like that. Like it takes time for these things to make a new path. And when the path is made and it goes over and over again, that old pathway is going to die out. It's going to fill up. It's going to be okay to be forgotten. And the new pathway is going to be there, but you have to keep at it. And in the beginning, it's really hard, but it changes very, very quickly too, I found. Yeah, I think it's wherever your focus goes is how quickly it can change. And you brought up parenting just now. And I think that's definitely an area that if you are a parent, we're constantly beating ourselves up like, oh, we should have done this better. I could have said this better. I could have been more calm or whatever it is. I talk to friends all the 
time and it's such a mom thing to just be worrying if you're doing the right thing and a dad thing too. But again, like if you're trying to break a habit of like snapping at your spouse or your kids, the first step might just be to take a breath. You don't have to be like, oh, I totally understand. And you don't have to like turn into Mary Poppins instead of snapping at someone or just saying move to the the next best right thing and maybe just taking a pause. And your new habit is just taking a pause and a deep breath. And eventually that will lead to a calmer retort towards your kids or your spouse or whatever. So we're talking about changing habits here, changing thought patterns. And we're talking about changing ones that are damaging to you and making you feel bad about yourself. Um, Just know that you might have to do like quick shifts into neutral before you can get into the positives. Yeah, I think that's a really, really good point. It's a a spectrum, I guess, would be the best way to say it. And if you're in the negative zone, to get to the positive zone, you got to kind of climb up from negative 10 all the way up to zero before you can start going into the positives. You said something that I think that I definitely need to touch on. And that is when we're parents and we do something like we scold our kid or you yell or you just you snap. You know, I I don't know of any parent that hasn't snapped at least once and like shouted or done anything like that. We tend to come back on ourselves really harshly and say, I know better. It's like, yes, you do know better. You read the book. You watched the TV show. We watched Super Nanny. Wow, that's dating myself. And we know better, but we don't know how to do better. And that's the key. It's what you do that matters. So you can read all the books in the world on great parenting, but it's having that consciousness to kind of start moving yourself in the right direction of how you want to be. I will also say to all the parents out there listening to this, if you are the kind of parent that comes back and goes, oh, I shouldn't have yelled, I shouldn't have done this, I'm worried about my kids, that makes you a great parent. There are a lot of parents that don't think about that stuff, but it's been my experience, and I'm sure, Kat, you can relate to, that the parents that care about this stuff are truly great parents because they're aware of it. They know that they want to be better and they're working towards it. You wouldn't be listening to a podcast like this if you weren't trying to work towards improving yourself. So props feel good about that. I think that's my thing. If if I were to give a personal example and say the one thing that I'm working on, it's actually my new year's resolution is to be proud of myself because all I do is tell myself I could have done this better. I could have done that better. I could have worked harder. I could have written more. I could have recorded one more podcast, whatever it is. If I could have done it better, you better believe I'm going to be beating myself up about it. And so I'm trying to find little moments where I'm proud of myself. For example, I just made a gumbo for the first time. I'm born and raised in South Louisiana. I've never made a gumbo on my own because my dad always made them. And, you know, it takes a long time to do that. And I I made one. I was like, oh, my gosh, this tastes good. Like, this actually tastes like it. I was proud of myself. I was proud of myself for, you know, pulling off Christmas as a solo mom and planning everything and planning the meal. These are things that I haven't, you know had the responsibility to do before and are typically overwhelming to me. And so those are the little shifts I'm trying to do. It's still in my brain, overwhelmingly being hard on myself and being a perfectionist, but I'm trying to notice at least a little moment each day where I'm proud of myself. And that's the new neural pathway that I personally am trying to change. When you 
said you were proud of yourself for Christmas, for the gumbo. How did that feel? Well, it felt weird at first. Okay. But did you stop at that point or did you keep going? Did you keep kind of reinforcing it? No, I'm still thinking about that gumbo. And so I'm like, man, I should do that again. <laughs> that was really good. It's definitely going to feel uncomfortable at first. It's definitely going to feel unusual because it's kind of a new thought. I like that. Well, I like that. You, a, I think in an earlier episode, you had mentioned about feeling good about proud about Christmas and the gumbo. I like that you were actively finding things because that's a big part of this. It's not a momentous shift. It's just these little things one at a time that start adding up. I always used to tell my kids when they were growing up and they would try something and not get it the first time because, you know, that's, I, I don't know why we're trained like that because it's, it's not how the world works, but I think we all kind of expect us, especially as you get older, it's like you expect to be good at something. Right, right away. away yeah and what i would say to them is like imagine you are standing on a river's edge and you want to get across to the other side and there's no bridge so you take a pebble and you throw it into the water it doesn't do anything you don't see any difference nothing's happened and then you throw another and another and another if you throw enough pebbles eventually the water is going to start changing the path is going to start changing. And if you throw enough, you'll actually dam the whole river and you'll be able to get across or you'll be able to get across at some point. And that's how our habits work. We are way too hard on ourselves. You might have to do something over and over and over and over again. And it may never feel completely natural, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It just means that you just got a little more work to do on the negative stuff, but you'll get there. I know for us, like, I'd hearing Kat say that she's proud of herself for Christmas and making gumbo and that she attempted to make a gumbo. I know that this is a very big thing yeah, and it's awesome. But the cat of a year ago wouldn't have done that. No. And I just want to acknowledge that because I think Thanks. part of this is acknowledging the progress that you've made. And one of the quick shifts I wanted to talk about is we tend to look at what's ahead of us and notice the gap in between. And uh, there's a great book called The Gap and the Gain by ben, Dr. Ben Hardy. He talks about how it's a lot better for us to look back and look at all the gains we've made. And in doing that, that encourages us, that gives us our solid ground to stand on as we move forward. But in society, we're kind of trained to look at what we don't have, what we haven't done yet. But there's a lot of stuff that you can pull on that will show you all the big things you have done. And if you're wondering what they are, you graduated kindergarten, grade one, grade two, go all the way up. You've got a license, possibly. You've got a job. You've got friends. You've got all these things that are so amazing that if you lost them, you would be devastated. So look at those things. Look at what you've accomplished already. You have accomplished so much in your life. And it goes for Kat. I know it goes for you listening. And I know it goes for everybody in the world. But our nature is to progress forward. It's important that to do that, it's a lot easier when we are patting ourselves on the back and knowing I've handled everything else in this life and I can handle this too. I love that. So... Today's challenge for all of you listening is to first be aware 
of the thoughts that you have in your head. Maybe try to identify after a couple of days of awareness, which one is the most prominent, which one comes up the most, and then take one topic at a time and try and replace the thought, whether you have to do a neutral thought or a positive thought, and try to practice developing the habit of being kinder to yourself. I hope this helps. Yeah, I hope it does too. So I'll just kind of recap. Learn to be your own cheerleader. Learn to be your own best friend. You are going to spend a lifetime with yourself and you get to choose if you want it to be really struggling and challenging or if you want it to be uplifting, healthy, and happy. To me, the choice seems pretty obvious. It just takes a little bit of a shift and we're here for you as you should make that shift. 100%. All right, well, to end the show, Andrew, do you want to share a glimmer, maybe share what the what a glimmer is for anyone who is just tuning into this episode and what your glimmer is? A glimmer is something that makes us smile, that lights us up from the inside out. It gives us that kind of really, really good feeling or something that's just kind of in our brains right now that we want to share with you and help you move forward with. Maybe it's just something that makes you smile. So Kat, what's your glimmer? Okay. My glimmer is, well, I've been working on my taxes. That is not the glimmer, but as part of my process of working on my taxes, I have a lot of sticky notes on my desk. Like I'm sort of crossing out each month as I check and double check my business taxes for that month. And I was looking at my desk and looking at the sticky notes. I'm like, oh, I've got so much further to go. And then I noticed scribbled on my May taxes sticky note was just a little bitty, I love you, mommy, kind of scribbled on the on the note. I don't know which kid it was, but it was so glimmery and happy and it was so sweet because you're doing a task that I really don't want to do. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know, it just makes me so happy that one of those turkeys sat down at my desk and saw it and just thought to leave me a little note. It totally made my day. Oh, that makes me smile. That's that's really yeah. sweet. Well, I'm not going to be able to do a sweet one this time. What I've started to do, and I'm going to start adding this into my glimmers every time too. I am trying to very subtly shift my whole life one week at a time. So last week I made the choice to stop eating gluten. I'm not going to be perfect with it. That's not the point, but that's it. And this week is I am drinking more water. So I've got this giant Yeti here. For those of you at home, I think it's like a 60 ounce thing. And I make a point of having one before noon, one afternoon, and then I sip on a final one kind of after supper. And that's just my way of trying to get more water into me. And I feel a lot better about it already. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a good shift. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Awesome. Well, Thanks for sharing your glimmer. No problem. Thank you for sharing yours. I hope for all glimmers for all of our listeners today. Yeah. Remember, it doesn't matter where you started from or where you're coming from. It matters where you're going. And we are rooting for you. 